Welcome to Grace Point Church Podcast. We proclaim Christ crucified and uphold him as the only hope for the fallen world. On today's episode, you'll hear from Reverend Harrison Mungai. Reverend Harrison is the lead pastor at Grace Point Church. Good morning and welcome to Christian Living on Fridays. I'm your host, Harrison Mungai. It's been a great delight to think a little bit harder these last uh, two weeks. Today is the third episode um, of this big question that we've been dealing with. Can we really know God or is God knowable? We started by appreciating that indeed um, our finite minds, our limited minds cannot fully comprehend one who is infinite, one who is way, 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 way beyond human comprehension. We also appreciated that actually we can know him. We can know him sufficiently. We can know him um, in a way that is uh, sufficient for our redemption and for our relationship with him. We asked ourselves, how can we know him? Well, we can only know him if he reveals himself to us. We notice that uh, it is a character of God, God of the Bible, to reveal himself to us. And unless he does so at his own initiative, then there is really no way of us ever getting to know him. We notice that the God of the Bible is one who always makes the first move. He always goes first. And every time that we think we can attempt to go to him, uh, we often would be making a mistake. I think the definition really of idolatry is human effort to access God, whereas a very simple definition of the gospel or the good news is actually God's initiative to save man. Really, very, very simple. But a false um, teaching really or even idolatry or idol worship is a human initiative to try and get to God, whereas the gospel or the good news really is God's initiative to save man. So um, we notice that God can be known uh, if he chooses to reveal himself. And so we looked at how has he revealed himself? And we noticed that he has actually revealed himself in three primary ways. Nature, scripture, and through his son, our Lord Jesus Christ. And so uh, last week we looked at um, how God has revealed himself through his word, um, that is scripture. And today we are going to see how God has revealed himself through his son, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I think it would be good um, for me to say this is an important question that we are dealing with. How has God revealed himself through his son? And I think one of the most authoritative um, uh, points to go to in scripture would be Hebrews chapter 1 verse 1 which affirms quite uh, strongly for us that this is indeed the best way perhaps the clearest way in which we can know God. It's great to know God through nature um, and, and you know, to look at the heavens and perhaps to make a conclusion that God has made it all, or even to see order in the universe. But even it's great also to, to, you know, to read words um, in the Old Testament and, and in the New. 
and to see them testifying about God and his existence and how we can know him and get into a relationship with him. The clearest and the most authoritative way is this one, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Listen to these words uh, of the writer of Hebrews chapter 1, uh, just verse, the first few verses. Long ago, at many times and in many ways, God spoke to our fathers by the prophets. But in these last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed the heir of all things, through whom also he created the world. And then he goes on to talk about you know, who the Son is, the radiance of the glory of God, and the exact imprint of his nature, and that he upholds the universe by the word of his power. You know, and he goes on to talk about uh, his um, finishing the work of purification. What the writer of Hebrews does, the, just those first um, uh, two verses, really, or three verses, is to affirm the authority of the Lord Jesus Christ as indeed the clearest uh, revelation of God. So he, first of all, um, in a sense, almost discounts with everything that had come there before, saying that long ago, many times, in many ways, in various places, God spoke to our fathers through the prophets. The word of God, we had seen that earlier, it's important. In these last days, which is very interesting there to, to notice, the scripture has always treated last days to be the days between Jesus' departure and when he will come again. So in these last days, wrote the writer of Hebrews, those who are the last days, and even now these are the last days, he has spoken to us by his son, whom he appointed Aya of all things, through whom he created the world. He has immediately said, actually, now, very clearly, very authoritatively, he speaks to us through his son, and we get to know the Lord, uh, or to know God, through his son. He says, he has appointed him to be the heir of all things, and through whom also he created the world. He also defines him in three as the radiance of the glory of God, and actually uses this very striking word, the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. What the writer of Hebrews essentially saying that if you really want to see God, look at Jesus. Isn't that striking? If you want to know God, the clearest way in which you can know God is to look to Jesus. Want to see God? Look at Christ. He's the exact imprint of his nature. We will look at those words in Colossians later on. But yeah, he is the exact representation of the nature of God, and he upholds the universe by the power of his, uh, by the word of his power. You know, he is the clearest way in which we can know God. Isn't that striking? There was once a conversation here with the disciples in John 14, and they wanted to. Um, to know God, and especially because Jesus had now been talking that he's about to leave. But he says these words in John's Gospel, chapter 14, and the first few verses says that, Let not your hearts be troubled, believe in God, and also believe also in me. 
my father's house, there are many rooms. If it were not so, I would have told you. So I go to prepare a place for you. But Thomas says, Lord, we do not know where you are going in verse 5. We want to know where you are going. How can we know the way? Because we want to come. Jesus answers him in verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and life. No one comes to the Father except through me. In other words, there's only one way to know the Father, through the Lord Jesus Christ. Look at what he says in verse 7, in very clear answer to our question today. If you had known me, you would have known my Father also. If you really had known Jesus Christ, then you would certainly have known the Father. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. You know, there are things that just are mind-blowing. You probably have watched some um, videos on TikTok or on Facebook that promised to blow your mind, but maybe they didn't. But this one, really, when Jesus says these words, it blows your mind. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. i never seen God before. Look at me right now, he says to, to Thomas. Hey, Philip doesn't seem to believe this. So he says in verse 8, Lord, show us the Father. It would be enough for us. Jesus says, Have I been with you so long and you still do not know me, Philip? Whoever has seen me has seen the Father. Oh, wow. This is absolutely striking. If you've seen Jesus, you have seen the Father. How can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words that I say to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does his works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. In mind-blowing. But to look at Jesus is to look at God the Father. There could be, you know, quite strong use of figurative language here uh, in John's Gospel. What essentially the Lord is saying is that you see Jesus, you've seen the Father. You want to know God the Father? You want to know God? Look at Jesus. He's the one you can look at. He's the one you can see. You can look at him and get to know God. In, in, in the four gospel accounts that we've been given, we see uh, Jesus' teaching, we see his own birth and childhood, we see his growing up, we also, of course, see his passion, his uh, dying on the cross um, uh, for a people that he came to rescue. And in the through and through, we see his teaching and we see his ministry. Now, God is showing us, he's revealing himself to us most clearly, according to the words in Hebrews, most authoritatively through the life, the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. He's showing us his character. He's showing us who he truly is, what really matters in his kingdom. God is revealing himself to us. So really, if you really wanted to know God, 
what you would do is to open your Bible, to look at the Gospels, to look at Matthew's Gospel, to look at the good news um, revealed to us through Mark, Mark's Gospel, to look at the ordinary account of Luke, um, and to see how he has organized uh, his um, his um, gospel very clearly and uh, orderly way, but also to look at the theological, you know, uh, uh, letter or the uh, of John, not not letter, but actually gospel of John that he has written begins quite strongly that you know in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. This is God Himself, who He says in John one fourteen, became flesh, became incarnate, became you know took on. Um, flesh and dwelt among us. That's how we see God through the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. So can we know God? I think every believer would answer a resounding yes. Indeed, we can know him. He is knowable. Very clearly so. How so? Through the Lord Jesus Christ. If somebody asks you as a believer, do you know God? Yes, I do know him because I'm in relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. And I have seen him as he has been revealed to me in the pages of scripture, not in some dream or revelation that I privately claim. No, not in some vision that I say I saw last year or a couple of years ago. No, no but because he is clearly represented to us in the pages of scripture. Think of these words that Paul writes to the church in Colossae, chapter 1, from verse 15. Some people actually say that this was perhaps uh, a creed, or some words that would have been recited whenever believers met from time to time. But um, let's just read them as as they are written to us, Colossians 1, 15, uh, all the way to Verse 20, just five verses, telling us, telling us about Jesus. It says, He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For by him all things were created in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things. And in him all things hold together. And he is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell. And through him to reconcile to himself all things together, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. It's talking about the supremacy or the preeminence, another big word there, of the Lord Jesus Christ. He is like no other. He's the one who says these very striking things. That you've seen me, you've seen God. Well, indeed, all things were made for him, by him, you know, in heaven and on earth. Things that are visible and invisible. Be they thrones or dominions, rulers or authorities, they were all created through him and for him. And he told you he's before all things. And in him all things hold together. 
And there are people who wonder, who oh, is Jesus God? Well, come and look at these pages of scripture. These words that are written, not by you know, the will of man or by imagination of somebody, but by men as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. Inspired word of God. Indeed tells us Jesus is God. Indeed, in him, all the fullness of God. You know, big word would be, you know, all the fullness of the deity, the godness of God, the essence of God was fully in him. And through him, the world is reconciled to himself. Isn't that striking that we can know God through our Lord Jesus Christ? He says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. In other words, he is the path which we get to know God. When we listen to him, we are listening to the word of God. We see him, we see the fulfillment of all the promises of God. For in him, all the promises, the old covenant, are yes and amen. I pray that the Lord would open your eyes to have a vision and understanding of the Lord Jesus Christ. For God is knowable. How is he knowable? Because he has revealed himself in nature. He has revealed himself in scripture and he has revealed himself most sharply, most clearly through the person and the work of the Lord Jesus Christ. So may the Lord bless you and may we continue engaging on these um, and other issues every Friday on Christian Living on Fridays here in Grace Point Church blog um, and podcast. Thank you so much. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for we can know God through you. Thank you that indeed scripture reveals that you are God. And we bow down our knee and worship. We worship you and adore your name. For indeed the fullness of God fully dwells in you. We give you thanks, Lord. We pray that you would continue to open our minds, that we may understand these things, that we may respond in worship, respond with thanksgiving, and we fully appreciate who you are. So we thank you. Please help us in our day-to-day lives, that, Lord, we may esteem and indeed glorify you for who you truly and who you really are. And we ask that, Lord, you continue to grow our minds and yet Continue to grant that our hearts would remain humble before you. For we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Uh, so thank you so much for joining me in these last three um, weeks where we've been thinking about knowing God. We've been dealing with some uh, big theological questions. We'll perhaps now switch gears and uh, think about a couple of cultural questions. And then we carry on this podcast. Thank you. God bless you. Have yourself a wonderful Friday. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Grispoint Church Podcast. For more information and past episodes, visit our website gracepointchurch.org. Please join us again for a new episode. Goodbye.